and yeah. action. So they said, could you please get off the bag? I said, why? They said, because you're a girl. Oh, no. I have that. I did not have that. My dad thought it was really important that as children, we started at a young age and especially us being girls. And he was really big on self-defense. It's everyone's equal. There's no, there's never been that sort of differentiation between males and females. Everyone is one when you get in that classroom. Yeah. And I think that's what I needed and that's what she needed. We needed that motivation from one another. Everything yes. is mental because you've done the training, you've been working your whole, like the whole year is up to that moment. So then it's all just down to yourself and how you act on the day. It's like, um, it's a fight between you and yourself. Mm. It's like, you, you know you can do it, you're capable of doing it. You just have to put your mind to it. And that's where your self-confidence comes in. I do recommend buying a sippy cup Uh, my guests today are two sisters from London. They have black belts in Wushu Quan, which is uh, Chinese kickboxing. Uh, they're currently documenting their fitness journey on their Instagram Instagram page, Shaney underscore lifts underscore. Welcome, Gurleen and Prableen Gurwal. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, we're good, thanks. No worries. Um, I always start, start this out basically by taking a trip down memory lane, what you were like as kids, what you were like as growing up, your background and things like that. So... If you want to dive straight into that and, and take a trip down memory lane. Um, okay, so I'm Gerline and I'm 21 years old. I currently study at university and I do law. And then that's my younger sister. <laughs> Hi, I'm Prableen. Um, I'm 19 years old and I'm studying cybersecurity at uni, second year at the moment. Wow, um, both of you are proper, like traditional sort of, very academic degrees then yeah I suppose I've always wanted to do law I've always been interested in that from a young age and probably too with her um, my route sort of started very differently <laughs> I started went into media and then from media ended up in IT but I'm enjoying it it's good I like it that's good that's good uh, so there's a couple of years between you so what was like when you were when you were kids were, did you always like get along or did you fight I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm imagining with some Chinese kickboxing well, <laughs> Do you know I mean? growing up we were always on kickboxing it's kickboxing we started at the age of five so we have an older brother he's a black belt I'm a black belt and my sister's a black belt and our dad he started over 20 years ago so he's now a second degree black belt so you can imagine with four black belts in the house <laughs> beating each other up having fun time but growing up we've always been we've had moments we've had moments as sisters you had moments we've had our little running with our fists but we've always got on we've always been close with each other and even now we're just extremely close it's the way we've always been it's how we've been brought up to be yeah I imagine there's always going to be play fighting, but when you actually know how to fight, then play fighting can become oh, real yeah. fighting. Oh, yeah, then mum steps in and mum's like, yo, Then stop. it's not really play fighting anymore. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, so going back to, like, childhood and things, like, uh, you're from London, so I'm uh, guessing that you're growing okay. around, around um, like, a very ethnic, ethnically diverse community. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Because uh, I'm from Newcastle, so it's not very diverse up here that's what, so uh if you're growing around like growing up around so many different people what was that like um 
were there a lot of Sikh people that you were growing up with or was it more just multicultural and how do you think that sort of impacted you growing up? It was diverse for sure. We went to mixed schools, both of us and our brother. We went to public schools, but our grandparents, since we live with them, um, they got us into the root of Sikhi. And so Punjabi school, going Godwara, teaching us about our Sikhi and the roots and everything. We've learned that from our grandparents. So we owe that to them. Um, so we've yeah. always been mixed. So we've always had the multicultural side. We've been mixed with loads of different ethnic backgrounds yeah. and then we also have our Sikhi side where obviously you're Punjabi and all that sort of stuff um but yeah growing up it's always been mixed for us we've never been just strictly Punjabi all the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I think that, that most of the people that I've had on so far it's like you live in a double life sort of thing isn't it you've got like two identities you've got the Punjabi side of you when you're at home and then you've got like the sort of western side of you when you go out it's <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like everyone's sort of in a similar um in a similar position you mentioned there as well you got into kickboxing uh, age five did you say yeah yeah so uh, obviously you come from a, a family of kickboxers uh, yeah. so what was that like getting into it like did you enjoy it initially or was it like uh, right it's just something that's happening in the family everyone sort of does kickboxing what was that sort of like growing up um my dad thought it was really important that as children, we started at a young age and especially us being girls. And he was really big on self-defense, mm -hmm. especially for us too. So going into it at first, yeah. we, were, we were quite young to understand what all of it was. But then as we started getting into it, it just sort of became like a, a just sort a of- lifestyle. Yeah. We just really took to it and we started to enjoy it. Our instructors would keep a mat on the side for us, as our dad would tell us when we were younger. And so that was our designated mat. So we used to watch dad and our instructors would always tell us to copy what our dad is doing. And then when we, they thought we were at the right age of understanding, they put us into the class. <laughs> then we thought the we are upgraded now. Now we're in the class <laughs> yeah. training. Yeah, that's that's so cool. I guess when you're looking at your dad doing something as well at such a young age, it's like a lasting impression. Of it. Like obviously at that point, he's, he's a superhero. Like any every everyone started, so yeah. you obviously want to just copy him all the time. Um, yeah. And then how how long does it take to get a black belt? Is it not like eight years or something? Oh no! So you can grade every. Um... It's every because we started at quite young. Yeah. Grading age originally starts at eight. Eight years old. So you start from eight. Um, is and you have to wait every year. So because we all started at eight, we had to wait every year to get our next belt, next belt, next belt. Right. So for us lot, it took quite long, but then all of us managed to achieve it at 16. So it does take... Lesson with you at school then, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it would took like uh, ages because obviously there's so many belts. I didn't know that you had to wait a year every every uh, year to get regraded. What, what do they do in like a... Uh, for like a test to, to grade you? Is there certain things that, is it like an exam, but with your feet and your fists? Yeah, sort so, of. Um, first, initially you have to do a form and a fixed sparring. So then you get um, assessed and graded on that. And then as you move up in the grades, you will have to do your form, fixed sparring uh, and sparring. So you'd have okay. to so I just imagine that I'm an idiot, yeah, that I don't know what any of this means, yeah, so bring <laughs> it out to me, what, what, step by step, what is all this? <laughs> okay, so a form are movements combined right. with a routine, and you have to perform that, and fixed sparring? <laughs> fixed sparring is, um, how do you explain it? It's um, attack and defence, 
So you learn set certain applications of how to attack the and set then routine how you retaliate yeah. and defend yourself. So oh, okay. each belt has a syllabus and there's certain requirements for those syllabuses. So you have your form, your fixed sparring, and then as you advance and get more higher in your belts, yeah. then there's more required of you in your syllabus, i.e. sparring uh, and stuff like that. Then breaking material as yeah. you go up. Yeah, I've seen that video uh, on your Insta of both of you uh, breaking some. Does that not hurt your hands? It no. takes a lot of conditioning. Conditioning, so to... but no, it didn't hurt us. Yeah, like, our, brother, our brother told us um, really easy. Our brother told us stories of if you if you punch too hard, you might end up with a broken knuckle or this or that. So yeah. we were so mm, touch word. We were all yeah. good. Because we were taught on, you condition on a sandbag. So yeah. you get taught punching, lead to knuckles, chopping, the meaty part of your hand. So all that sort of stuff you get told originally. So you condition as you go. You keep conditioning. Then on the day, it's just kind of, just got to break it. <laughs> and that's no where way. it turns into like a mental state. It's your mental well-being now where you need to think, okay, you've been practicing for, let's say, how long were we practicing for? A year? Yeah. And it's year. like, now this is it don't worry about the material just focus on what you know what to do and you just do it it's everything you've been taught into yeah. that very moment it's just that mental block yeah. when you see the material when you see the roof tiles that you need to punch through yeah it's like you need to well once you do it, it <laughs> once you easy. once you see it shatter you're just very easy it's a, it's a great feeling yeah it, it definitely is. is it like one of them things where you just do it the first time and then afterwards you feel like you can just punch through any wall Yes, yeah, you feel invincible, but don't try that. Yeah, definitely don't. We, I I had a um, one of them uh, punch bags, but like the ones that were like shaped like a guy, you know, like and but they're made out of rubber. And my brother, uh, so we we were into like boxing back in the day, and uh, he went for a hook, but he hit them, he clipped the nose, and uh, it went straight into the concrete wall, and he shattered like you know, the bone just below your, your little finger. Yeah. yeah, 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 not fun, not fun. <laughs> yeah, don't try any of this yeah, at home. I would not advise. <laughs> yeah, it takes years, years of practice, I imagine. So, like, yeah. when when they're telling you that you're gonna like uh, break, uh, what is it like a concrete? It's not concrete, is it? What is it like a brick? Um, um so the male do a brick and the females do a block, a concrete block, concrete yes. block, so and then concrete. roof tiles. Mm-hmm. We have to punch. So then, do they say like? So I'm imagining a lot of it's with uh, like form and things like that. So you have to be like very specific where you hit it and you have to, how do they sort of like direct you in that to break this thing? So in training wise, we have them like mitts. So you practice with targeting on mitts. So they show you, this is the mitt. This is how it'll be set up on the day. This is exactly where you need to hit. And this is how you need to hit. So each week you keep building on that, your power, your accuracy, hitting exactly where it needs to be. So then on the day, it's exactly the way they taught you and you just line up and do exactly what you've been taught in that very yeah. moment. But you get a practice beforehand on similar things, like before, like the, no? No, none of that. It's just mitts no. and sandbag and conditioning. No, you're not so allowed no, to do any of that. There's no like concrete block that you have like a practice one on? Nope. Nope. So for all I... you know, you you could you okay. could hit it and shatter your hand on the day, like in your mind. I I'm imagining, like obviously, yep. uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. But that's nuts. I always thought that like you'd practice and then you can sort of 
Wow. It's about your conditioning and it's your technique. And thankfully, we're so we're so grateful for the instructors that we've had since we were five years old who mm. are now family to us. And so they've always helped us with our technique. One would help us with technique, the other with targeting, power, speed. So when it came to the actual day and seeing my dad had already done it and my brother had already done it, I was like, okay, I can do this. And then when she saw I could do it, she's like, okay, now they've all done it. I can do it. It was all to do with our, our training. It was, yeah. Everything was to do with our training, our instructors. Yeah. They all built us up to that very point. And it was like, it was, at, the, at the end of the day, when you're at that very moment, it's all mental everything is mental because you've done the training you've been working your whole like the whole year is up to that moment so then it's all just down to yourself and how you act on the day yeah true I think well a lot of it is mental even with like uh like fitness and gym training uh, we're we're gonna uh, cover later on but I I imagine fighting obviously I like boxing a lot so most of like my comparisons to any martial arts always end up going to boxing yeah so that is mental as well like you always see like uh certain fighters getting into each other's heads and things just to sort of anyone can get like psychological balance but um not balance sort of uh uh edge sorry uh, is what I was supposed to say um Mm -hmm. what other benefits like obviously for your confidence I imagine when when you're like a kid and stuff and going through your teenage years most people feel like insecure and things uh but I imagine if you're into martial arts and doing brick and bricks yeah you're probably quite Mm -hmm. confident um yeah yeah I guess (laughs) confidence has always been like how do you explain that from young we've always been our parents have always put confidence in us and they've always taught us that you know don't be afraid to do things you know push push yourself always just be confident in who you are always be confident in who you are because that's what matters at the end of the day and so kickboxing has really helped with confidence because it's molded us who we are today yeah 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 100 unfortunately like i don't think um and this this might be my ignorance because i haven't seen too many uh people from like an indian background especially females uh into like mma and things but i feel like it is one of them things where any sport at a young age is 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 super important for not just like physical health and uh not being fat (laughs) but also (laughs) but also like for these like confidence issues and like socializing as well i'm I'm assuming uh in the gym you're speaking to so many different people (laughs) and learning so many different things do you know what i mean yeah so I originally started gym around three years ago now it's been Mm -hmm. and so that was like weight training and helping me build my strength and I persuaded Prabhaline to come with me to the gym at first she didn't take to it she just (laughs) did not want to come to the gym she's like goodness I just don't like this it's not for me but then when she started seeing that okay look I can like gain a lot from this like the way she saw me now lifting heavy, she saw me strengthening. She goes, okay, good. And she was like, you know what? Let's just do this. And I think that's what I needed. And that's what she needed. We needed that motivation from one another. And because we've been at our gym for like three years now, we know majority of the people there, including the staff. So it's nice to have that community. But we've always had really supportive people Very at supportive. the gym. And there's been a lot of people that they support us. They've given us guidance, certain ways to lift, yeah. certain ways to not sort of just give us a bit of direction. Always. And we're always happy to take it. 
when they tell us different mm. techniques we're like oh we never knew that it's nice it's like the little things yeah. that really have helped us along with our fitness yeah yeah 100 i think most people when you go into a gym you find like you always think it's going to be daunting don't you you think oh, all these all these big people left and all these massive <laughs> weights like they seem unapproachable but then you just got to remember that they were in the same position walking into the gym the first day and like for yeah. the first time at one point as well exactly most yeah. of the time they appreciate that other people are actually like trying to better themselves if that makes sense yeah. they do tend to help like the gym that i used to go to uh, when i first started going to the gym was down the road from my school and uh, basically everyone who would go to that school would go to that gym but you would also have like the older people that would be knocking around and the amount of times that they they could suss out very quickly who would basically be welcome to any advice and who were basically just too stuck up to get any advice if that makes sense yeah. and uh, a lot of the time they were just like ammo was open so I was like I, I need help yeah I'm like I'm weak uh, I'm fat I need help I need to lose weight and I need to get strong how do I do it and trench guys skinheads probably taking some roids or anything and like massive massive dudes yeah just like yeah this if you do this you might see a bit of a difference I was like oh crap I've, I've seen a bit of a difference yeah so it works but when when you're doing kickboxing and things is it not uh is it not like better to be quite lean compared to uh because you're just saying that you went in you're trying to uh, build strength and lift heavy but is it not uh probably better to be lean or do you need strike that balance it's a balance yeah. I find it is, it's a balance because okay with kickboxing when you spar you need your cardio you need to you know be able to spar on your feet for two minutes two minute 30 seconds but at the same time when it comes to strength we needed the strength especially when going through material and especially punches power you need strength um physique doesn't really matter matter too much yeah. in um kickboxing because our instructor like one of our instructors um he's he's a big guy he's very big, very big. and he can spar he's he's strong yeah. he's strong yeah. he can give you power one knock and you feel it in your whole body so and, yeah and, we felt it and he's quick as well so i don't really think that physique really has plays too much in kickboxing because there are so many different people like you meet all sorts of people in kickboxing. with all different physiques yeah and some of them are really really good sparrows and you'd be surprised mm-hmm. um yeah there is all sorts of shapes and sizes when you look at any sport as well but i think like that it's always the the comparisons always like the big sort of bulky guy compared to the like lean sort of like speedy more endurance and things like that like when you watch like boxing for example you'll have like um uh what's a good example to use maybe like anthony joshua versus tyson fury or something like that like you've got some guy who's holding a lot of muscle mass compared to someone who isn't and see mm-hmm. what endurance is like did you um ever com- compete in uh, in kickboxing or did you ever feel like you wanted to compete um we don't really have like competing our version is gradings so everyone comes to the grading from different classes and they can be in the same belt category as you and that's where you sort of everyone gets ranked differently with how you perform on the day right is is it not like a amateur sort of kick like again uh, you're probably going to get sick of me saying boxing throughout this yeah but like obviously there's like amateur boxing where people can compete and then they can like get a record and move up rankings and all these sort of things is it not uh, a similar thing for for kickboxing 
no no it's no it's very it's very different to boxing there's not your amateur boxing it's very different style there's grades yeah so right okay okay and it's... so once you do your syllabus for a certain specific grade you move up mm. you move up yeah yeah but then at like so at a certain point do you not just think i want to put this to practice in a real life setting no no <laughs> okay so there's no there's no wanting to do that whatsoever no it's just especially being two young girls especially in this kind of society it's essential that you know some sort of self-defense mm-hmm. just to be safe and touch wood we've never encountered any types of mm. violence or we've anything always, we've but always been yeah. sorry we've always been taught that whatever you learn here only should be used in class or in gradings so god forbid you ever come into the situation where you need to use everything you've learned then do what you have to do but other than that everything we've been taught is just strictly for class and gradings yeah i understand that um I didn't mean like obviously I didn't want to say that oh he's gonna get like attacked or something that you gotta whip out some <laughs> kickboxing. I meant that like if there's if there's a class maybe down the road or something they have a similar age kickboxer or something then but like which class is better? But maybe I've just watched too many kung fu movies. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think that's it. <laughs> probably. So then you said you mentioned your dad's got a uh, second degree. I was about to say double black belt, but um, that's not that's not a thing. Second degree. Second degree. Uh, how so? is that are you still into crack boxing now is that something that you want to achieve in the future or yep so after you achieve your first degree black belt we obviously want to do our second degree but you have to teach for a year and that's in the that's required in our syllabus so we do have a class me my dad and my sister we all three run it but however due to covid it's all closed yeah so, so we we put that on hold at the moment I started my years teaching but then it got put on pause because of Covid and classes have stopped and this all just been really hard to reopen because trying to figure out Covid guidelines how do you move on with the class yeah safe at the same time but eventually eventually we will eventually I would like to go further so then how how long does that take so you've got to do a year of teaching and then I imagine that you've got to do more form and uh there's a a syllabus for that black belt syllabus is much more intense than your other grades yeah so you have a lot more requirements of you so going forward in your second degree towards your second degree you have a form um you have a stick attack and defense you have knife attack and defense and then for females you have um sparring males you have uh, group sparring and females have group sparring too and then males have to do two-on-ones three-on-ones um whereas females don't have to do that and then you have your breaks all the material so you Again. have about seven roof tiles two concrete blocks and three planks of wood to yeah. kick so it's a whole day it's a long day yeah well, i was gonna say that sounds more like a week than a day yeah, <laughs> it's a long day make that stuff up <laughs> that is a lot to cover so do, do uh so when obviously no one's actually going to come with with a real knife or a real like no. pole or something like what what did it use like a rubber little knife or something yeah and then you just got yeah you just got to demonstrate how to get Mm -hmm. rid of it yeah this is so interesting like i've I've been to a couple of mma drums up in newcastle but more just for like the fitness aspect um uh, and just like to see what the crack is um uh, and it's a workout and a half obviously uh but but the actual like sparring and things like that i I was i was in um 
I didn't really understand it because I got chucked a bit into the into the deep end, I guess, <laughs> a bit too quickly. I was I was a bit too egotistical. I was like, yes to everything, and then realized I just got my ass kicked, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good, funks. So I'll just stick to the fitness and the cardio, please, because <laughs> uh, it is a really good workout. To be fair, like uh, compared to your your normal sort of uh, gym setting and weight training you, you use muscles that you didn't even know existed and like the next day i'm thinking what the hell like my, my little pinky fingers saw or some shit <laughs> but you're um, constantly learning also when you're training with your punches your kicks we get told all the time guard up or your legs or you could throw a punch a jab move duck you're always constantly using you're always your learning brain. Yeah. yeah and you're always yeah. learning new things every time do you, do you watch any like uh, MMA and sort of uh, and critique it like and uh, like watch it like sort of with an analytical mind? Probably and my dad do quite. We don't necessarily. They watch videos, but um, sometimes sometimes we watch we watch UFC fights and whatnot and MMA and we look at it and we're like, okay, whoa, they use that, they use yeah, that. Yeah, we do look. You at sort that. of pick things up and you're like, oh, that's a cool move. Didn't know you could do that. Da, da, da. <laughs> do you like in the UFC? Like, who who's your favorite sort of kickboxing style guys? Oh, no I names. Uh, I don't watch it religiously. It's the odd oh, time. Okay. It's, on. it's the odd. It's the odd. It's the odd time. Trend. If yeah. someone's like on social media, guys, there's a fight. Like we watch the highlights. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. So then you 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 said like around three years ago you transitioned into sort of lifting weights and and getting into the gym. Um, I think you mentioned it sort of briefly beforehand, but like what sort of prompted you to make that transition? Transition, like obviously you said you wanted to get a bit stronger, uh, but was there any other like reasons uh, for getting more into the gym? We've always been into fitness mm-hmm. ever since we were children. Probably used to do basketball. I used to do cross country. So like we never had a time where we would sit down and watch TV. Dad would take us cycling on the weekends. Mum would take us swimming lessons. So I think when we, as we started to grow up, and I went secondary school, and you out you outgrow the swimming lessons and cycling yeah. with your dad. Um, <laughs> I missed having a fitness activity to do, and so my dad was like, "Why don't we join the gym?" Mm. So I was like, "You know what? Let's try this." But when I started, I was just like you didn't know where was what and what was what but thankfully I met good people who helped me and you just learn so my my entry to the gym was slightly (laughs) different um basketball was a huge part of my life for like five years um from secondary school I was really me and my brother we were both really heavily into it I I played as well I I got selected for the London team um, I was really heavy into it. It was Monday to Sunday training, um, school training Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday was always London training. So I didn't really have, it, for me, it was amazing. Like I lived and breathed basketball throughout yeah, my whole secondary school. Um, and then I got injured, unfortunately. I had damaged tissues in both my shoulders. So um, shooting a ball became very painful. I couldn't even lift my arms to a point and my shoulders were burning. Um, so after that, fitness for me took a back seat and I was only doing kickboxing and then Galeen was like probs you need to get up we need to come on we need to get you into doing something like you can't be sitting around just doing kickboxing so came with her she taught me and at first I was like no (laughs) and I used to run I used to really hide and I used to be like oh it's too late I'm tired don't 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 take me with you because I used to go quite late and then I was like okay you know what then all of a sudden I don't know what hit me but 
I just mm. I just started enjoying it it just became like everyday thing and I'm just like okay what time are we going you ready what we're going to train what we're doing and, and now just... you're pushing here instead no yes. no <laughs> yes. no especially with the home her. workouts she's she's <laughs> my my motivation now I'm pushing her to get up and off the sofa and let's go train yeah how, how are your shoulders now are they all, all good they're much better now they're much much yeah, much better good. it was it was recovery was really painful it was a lot of physiotherapy because at the same time as I damaged it I was going for my black belt so right. punching and breaking yeah. it was it was a painful <laughs> it was really painful but with all the recovery and then me doing exercise at the gym it's definitely strengthened back up it will never be 100 percent, but it's there it's definitely there what uh like what did you do for like physiotherapy and things like um uh, what did you do to like strengthen it back up band so, uh, yeah a lot of it was using therabands and stuff like that and then eventually that i moved on to weights and strengthening it using weights right yeah shoulders seem to be like a a, a common thing that people don't really uh strengthen when they're when they're doing normal things and then all of a sudden it goes and you realize how important it is sort of thing because I, I had the same thing like i had an impingement uh mm. in my in my shoulder um a few years back so like benching just went out of the window uh, and then the, yeah you have to obviously adapt and you have to strengthen it and all, all of that which is it's a pain but then you sort of realize you correct all your mistakes don't you yeah 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 it's, it's one yeah. of them awkward situations but that's why it's so essential when you train even in the gym even if it's kickboxing that you get your form and your technique right first because if you don't get your form and tech technique right first then you could damage or hurt yourself, yourself. and you don't want an injury yeah, 100%. I don't know if this is going to be sexist, okay, if I say this. So, uh, I feel like I feel like women are actually better at that. Uh, I think I think it's what? sexist against men, to be fair. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but but I feel like because lads, when they go in, and obviously this isn't all lads, but a lot of them obviously get a big ego, start lifting heavy weights really quickly. Yeah, we've but seen that. Get that. You get yeah, that. Yeah, but their form's out of the window, whereas I think uh, ladies are probably more just... Sensible we goal. take care of ourselves yeah. when we train that's it we just ensure that we don't want injuries and our mom always tells us girls you guys are going to be mums one day you guys are going to grow up so you need to be careful with how you're lifting what you're Lift lifting carefully strap up where you're about yeah don't do anything stupid lifting yeah. heavy crazy weights if you know you can't do it yeah yeah so, uh, yeah i see that a lot like where i think a lot of females just are more sensible and responsible like they don't have crazy word. egos do you know yeah. what I mean? it's not like they're they're in there going yeah i'm gonna lift the most weights do you know what yeah. I mean? whereas obviously lads are like that like if a group of lads go to the gym and they're all going to be benching one yeah. of them like a couple of yeah. them there's a competition who can that's so true. there's always a competition but we've then, seen it firsthand yeah, yeah. Whereas I, I imagine, obviously, with these being sisters as well, you're probably more encouraging each other than than competing against each other. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. We like yeah. to push each other. We push each other a lot. We have our competitive moments, but it's more on the encouraging side. Than I think we use our competition for motivation also. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not well, like... You're doing well or deadlifting 110 kg i'm like okay i can do this and then she's motivating me gugs you can do it put yourself in the mindset and then i'll we do it lift yeah. each other up yeah 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 whereas like you're not uh you're not trying to one-up each other which can obviously lead no, to no, some no, silly no, no, silly no. silly injuries because we both uh, have the same goal there's no yeah. point in tearing the other one down yeah yeah exactly 100 yeah like, it you is. always see other girls in the gym and 
we like to encourage other girls, especially when we see newcomers, since lockdown, when um, the restrictions eased and the gyms were open, we saw a lot of new females entering our gym. And it was good because they were looking at us and we helped a few. It's nice. It's nice to help other people. Yeah, it's a good feeling. How, mm. how does that feel for you as being like, for maybe like within three years, you've went for the people that like are approaching other people for help to now mm. getting approached for help? It's, it's rewarding. It's a it nice is. feeling. It's a nice feeling that we can, everything we've learned and we've been taught, we can then pass on help to other people that need the help. So at the end of the day, we're all in there for the same motive. Yeah, hopefully we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think most people, well, that's the thing, like I said before, I think when, when, when you're in the gym and you're struggling, I think most people sort of realise that you're in there for the same common goal, yeah. do you mean to better yourself? Yeah. Uh, so I feel like that's why everyone's, most people are welcoming. I obviously can't say everyone because there's always going to be that one dickhead in it. There's always that one yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you mentioned it before, um, probably that you, you don't train for like physique or anything. You train mainly for to strengthen up. Is that is that correct? Or do you, again, is it striking a balance? Like, do you want to have nice rounded shoulders or you just ask about, I want to lift as much as I can with the shoulder? Um. As, as far as my shoulders, it's like, I just want to, everything for me is, uh, as well as strength, I'm looking to tone up everything. I want to have a, a nice physique as well as being able to lift with the strength and stuff. Yeah. Um, as far as my shoulders, that that had to start from time. Like it didn't really matter to me how much I was lifting. I was lifting like two kg because I saw my shoulders could handle. Yeah. So I thought, forget the weight and the number start from scratch build your weight up that's the only way I'm going to strengthen and make my shoulders better because if I start picking up 20 kg and trying all these silly <laughs> stuff I'm not going to be yeah. I'm not going to be helping myself I'm going to be damaging myself further so I had to build definitely had to build start from scratch and everything start from scratch yeah yeah it's more like functional than it is uh yeah. that is physique based because you, you do see that so, like obviously uh, I've had quite a few fitness related guests on so far and there's been some personal trainers there's been some bodybuilders there's been like uh, people who obviously all train for different reasons and it's like a bodybuilder will train purely for physique they're not bothered about how much they can lift but then a power lifter is not bothered about how they look they just want to lift yeah, the most amount of money at the end of the day the, everyone has a different goal yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm asking. Like, what are, what are your goals from this? Is it purely to supplement your kickboxing? Is it to look good? Is it to be strong? Or is it a combination of all? Combination of everything. Combination. Yeah. yeah. Combination. Yeah. Because our gym comes in handy with our kickboxing. Our kickboxing helps sometimes with <laughs> yeah. the gym. It's happened on one occasion. Yeah. So it definitely comes in hand in hand. Yeah. I, explain further on that because that was a that was a. Uh, intriguing <laughs> laugh that way, there's a story that, behind that, that laugh that way no, it was just a um little incident I happened to have in my gym my dad wasn't with me that day neither was she it was just me and I was on the bag just punching and these two boys approached me they were older than me but they said could you please get off the bag I said why they said because you're a girl oh no I have that I did not have that and I'm quite a calm person but when I get angry I do get triggered so I said let's go to the ring 
<laughs> you sound like a psycho right now when you say in the zoo. Like, quite so, calm person, but when yeah, I got yeah, hungry, I killed someone. Smiles <laughs> are fooling you. Smiles. Smile. No, um, so we went to the ring and he obviously did not know I did kickboxing. So I got him with a turning kick to the face. And then his friend heard the hit. And so did some other people in the gym who were staring at us. And then because everyone made that ooh sound, he got very angry and said, watch what happens outside. <laughs> but nothing Oh no, happened. so you, you, you fought him in the ring? Yeah. So he goes, oh, I want this bag. You said, right, we'll fight for it, basically. No, he said, because you're a girl. Oh, okay. And then, then you just basically just went, right, let's get in the ring and I'll, I'll sort you out. I'm a girl. Let's, <laughs> you think I can't fight? Let's go. We've been taught that's not how we should handle situations. Oh, no, <laughs> it's our instructor came and had a very stern talking to. That's not how we should handle a situation. Walk away. Don't engage. Yeah, don't engage with crazy, silly people like that. I was triggered because I am a female. You think I am unable to fight? So did, let me prove it to you. Do you, did you have you experienced more things like that in like a kickboxing community, or it, yeah. was it just a one-off? Because I. I imagine that most people in, again, it's sort of like the gym parallel is most people who were there probably understand that everyone's going through a similar sort of pain. So there's a mutual respect, I imagine. So there's yes, probably so not. In our kickboxing family, there are, it's not male dominated. It's, there are a lot of senior female ladies in our, in kickboxing and we look up to them. We highly regard them because we've seen their videos of their material being broken and how they teach and, when it's a female teaching another female, we're like, okay, we understand because they understand what our bodies are going through. So yeah. there's no, there's no, the males are the no. females no. can't, it's everyone's equal. There's no, there's never been that sort of differentiation between males and females. Everyone is one when you get in that classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there is added benefit though of being like you just alluded to there of being taught by like the same gender so like a guy being taught by a guy and a girl being taught by a girl I know well when it comes to obviously females go through their time of the month yeah 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 and it's nice to have because our instructors are all males it's okay our instructors (laughs) even our dads so we've always grown up stretching sparring all with been with male instructors so when it came to our black belts and we had female senior female instructors helping us and guiding us we thought okay like this is helpful it reaches you especially when they know that your body's going through changes and us being young Young. women growing it helps yeah that's that's what I meant like as in obviously (laughs) as in like it's relatability do you mean like so like how should I say this okay when when someone wants to get into fitness and they're seek they're probably going to go and seek muscle do you know what I mean? Like the, the Insta page, because then you see other people doing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So if there's like so many like men doing MMA and you can't see another woman, then yeah. it might be discouraging. Whereas if there is more, then they there's more like a of a relatability, is what yeah. I was trying to trying to say. Like obviously everyone can help each other out and stuff, but like one of my mates up here is a PT as well, and he does account for uh the time of the month and all that and all that sort of uh stuff and like that women's bodies are different to men's but I always just think surely yeah it's just easier to have a woman because it's like it's the, like, the difference between sympathy and empathy yeah do you know what I mean like one's like I understand what you're going through whereas the other one's like yeah I, I know what you're going through like I've been through it myself <laughs> do you, does that make sense yeah I get what you're I saying saw, yeah but the way we've always been taught with our 
male instructors is there is no yeah I'm a girl I'm a guy yes. it's like it's like you're here <laughs> you, you train you train like everyone else would train you get pain inflicted on you you take it you, yeah, yeah. you learn you, from it you cry you get up <laughs> yeah. wipe your tears and you go again like that's how we've always been taught it's always been toughening us up yeah, yeah. I feel like I might have like just shot myself in the foot here because I feel like I've weirded it quite poorly I don't know I've, <laughs> I'm, I've, I don't think I should speak anymore on this topic because I feel like I'm not weirding it right I'm trying to say like yeah like you can obviously everyone should be able to do it but I, like in equality and all of that butter yeah I'm all for it don't kill me people yeah don't cancel, cancel me or some shit but uh like obviously if there's there's more relatability and and things surely it's an added benefit do you know what yeah. I mean it's like mm-hmm. a cherry it's a cherry on top yeah, yeah? so mm-hmm. like the base standard is like yeah everyone should do it but if there's more relatability and and sort of things then it's like a cherry on top hopefully that is a quick recovery but <laughs> I, I still don't know you think you saved yourself, yourself. Yeah. yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> I still feel like I've shot myself in the foot there <laughs> um what what uh so what are like your uh nutritional differences between like now since you've started training and 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 like kickboxing like do you obviously because you're quite fit i imagine that you are eating a healthy diet and and all these things you probably don't indulge too much in 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 bad food yep so we never had a specific what would you call it diet a specific diet we always just maintain eating healthy and then I think it was only last year, right? Was it last yeah, year? Was last yeah, year. last year where um, we lost our dog and he was very, very, he was like the foundation to our family. And so after losing him and it was during lockdown, mm-hmm. our mental well-being was just, it wasn't right. So we were like, you know what, we need to start from scratch. Let's fix our diets first and then fix our, our training. And so we did get help from one of our friends and he did an amazing job helping us with our meal preps because if it wasn't for him we wouldn't be still doing our meal preps yeah so he helped us with our meals what to eat what kind of foods what helps the little tweaks and stuff and now we're like our little birds with our little wings now we we understand now what to eat and what not to eat so did he do that uh, as in like um did he do like macros and things or, or like what what kind of things did you start implementing into your diet so it was more protein for both of us Definitely. it was more because we wanted to bulk in a way we wanted to put on the weight because and turn up a bit we wanted to boat uh, birth <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to bulk um but maintain our strength and just really and we noticed though and this is what we were saying is that diet is very very key for training because if you don't eat right you can't train properly and we realized a massive substantial difference in our strength like when we're crazy eating when we barely eat yeah you see it so like yeah obviously massively like you you are feeding yourself like uh to to do more and like strengthen and your muscles get bigger and things like that and um it is a massive difference like i, I remember when I, before i like started getting into the gym and stuff obviously you just eat what you want even when i got into the gym i didn't really think about it i was like oh i'm getting more hungry i'll just eat more i didn't really like think of what i was eating you just shove things in your mouth 
but then you start learning about like macronutrients of like splits of like how many calories to eat yeah then you realize like oh i can actually manipulate how i look yeah you know what i mean like i can also what we struggled with was our water intake we really struggled with drinking like three liters of water a day i wasn't that bad i was (laughs) i was drinking no 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 No. i was drinking good amount of water but then we realized good amount needs to be pushed up to a lot more than that but no water's definitely very important i struggled with a lot yeah i got uh i'm reading this book at the moment um it's it's by darren o'brien i think it is it's like uh five ways to five like little superfood hacks Mm-hmm. and it's like and one of them is, is literally just water and it's yeah. so simple because like you're always taught like 66 percent of your body's water or whatever and like or two-thirds or whatever but i think it was something like 90 percent of like adults are are like dehydrated they just don't get enough water intake whatsoever mm-hmm. i think they're getting their water intake when they're having like fizzy drinks or something and you don't realize that it's actually doing the opposite effect it's actually dehydrating you more than anything Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got the, so many positives to I've got this bad boy, which is like one and a half liters. I just carry it everywhere with me. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, so this is mental. Well, this is your mental state. So um I said to my sister, I want to drink water in a fun way. So then I said to her, let's buy straw cups, sippy cups, because you wouldn't know how much water you're drinking. So I've been through six of these today, and so is she. And I think it's helped me. It's helped. It's helped. I do recommend buying a sippy cup. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I can't not laugh when you say sippy cup. The only, I'll get a flashback to like a toddler. So <laughs> but no, it does work. Like um, everyone's got their own different thing. Like I just prefer to have something really big so I don't have to fill it up all the time. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if it's just there once, I'll, just, I'll end up drinking all of it. So like that's... Yeah, no, I tried that. We both tried that. I took to it, but... She put me on this whole sippy cup thing. <laughs> and it works though. She put me on Does this whole thing. I've got a glitter on my name and everything. <laughs> she has the same matching. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Um, yeah, but like it, water is just ridiculously important. It mm. is a. Uh, the the cool thing about this book is sorry, uh, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent here. Actually, yeah. you, you might know the author. So I don't use. I, uh, you said you don't really watch too much tv and stuff but you've obviously got netflix i imagine oh uh, yeah yeah so there's probably knows a lot about netflix i'm not that bad <laughs> <laughs> so um do you remember like zach efron did this show like last year when he, he like went round with that superfood hunter yes okay. i remember we watched that yeah, we've I seen a couple that. episodes yeah. yeah 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 so his book so it's the not zach efron's this the other guy the the blonde oh, yeah, guy yeah, yeah his book yeah and um it, even in the show i think they sort of allude to it they do an episode on water and it's like uh and like how important it is but all the different like sources that you get enough like from and how like um tap water is actually not really good for you because you get all the stuff that's in the pipes and all yeah. this there like you need really clean water mm-hmm. and uh, there's certain like springs that have got like you can get pure water but it's really fizzy depending on where you get it from because there's all this like added sort of stuff in it it's it's super interesting that when you realize like how important such a basic sort of thing is because obviously we take it for granted do you know what I mean it just yeah, comes out the taps and you just drink it but yeah super dope sorry about that little tangent there <laughs> yeah, good. there's so right. many benefits from drinking water though yeah yeah 100 and when you're in the gym as well most of the time you just you, you need it to sort of just 
you don't realize how quickly you, you go through liters of water yeah yeah, yeah. You, know, you finish the bottle and you're like oh my god when yeah. you have to do the workout i need more water yeah that's it the, mm. the, there is like that little moment in the gym though when you had too much water and then you start feeling bloated yes. oh. <laughs> that's a and bad actually, thing as well i i don't like to use the bathroom in the toilet uh, in the toilet the bathroom in the gym so i make sure that i just drink enough water to keep me hydrated but not enough to make me go to the bathroom in the gym yeah yeah i, I get you i mean I'll do it. I, I don't really mind because I just drink as much as I can. To be fair, I'm drinking all the time. I drink just so I don't check my phone because I don't like checking my like I don't like being on my phone too much. So in between sets, like everyone's always obviously checking your phone. So I got I'm trying consciously not to do that. So I just try drinking more water and then we don't do that, do we? It's on, on, it's no. just for our music, really. It's just our music it's just a that quick, we quick change of the song, find a good yeah, song yeah. To get you pumped and off you go. That's it. I feel like when you're with someone though, then obviously you're not going to, but because you're gonna talk to each other in between sets. Mm. You know what I mean? So like when I have a gym partner, like I don't I don't really go on my phone because we end up just chatting in between sets or whatever. Whereas when you're by yourself, it's like you feel like a bit conscious, like, oh, maybe someone's looking at me, I need to pretend to do something and then go on your phone. Do you know what I mean? Whereas like sometimes. Whereas like nobody's looking at you, you just you, you feel this you like conscious, you're like, oh let me just pretend like yeah, i'm doing maybe something. i got a text message <laughs> yeah yeah that's it that's it um also like where so you've started obviously this uh insta page the shady lives page yeah. what sort of prompted you to document your fitness journey i guess um what do you think Perhaps. so we started um when we started changing our diet last year we started yeah. seeing a lot of changes in our bodies and stuff like that and um it was actually our dad that really pushed us completely to push this page out and he was like you know you're making great progress you know your bodies are coming really nicely you maybe you should think about making a page and then we kept humming and hawing all like should we should we she was humming okay okay right um (laughs) this is a common theme and both you say we when you just mean me and not the other (laughs) right um so I was humming and hawing and then um, we kept going backwards and forwards and we just thought to put our progress, maybe like a nice way to track our progress was to get it out there and to just, you know, show people, you know, how our journey and how we've come along and how we're progressing and how every day we're continuing to progress, whether it's our strength, whether it's how our bodies are changing and how like we're toning and whatnot. But we're so thankful that our our gym friends have always told us, or they've just always recorded us since the beginning. So we've always had those videos of us doing an exercise and then doing the same exercise, double double the um, weights. Or it's nice to see our progress. And I was saying to Prableen that it's it's encouraging, especially when other girls, so many other females, have reached out to us saying, "This is amazing. How do you do this?" how do you do this like you don't see a lot of girls lifting you don't see and a lot stuff of like that indian and... girls specifically lifting in the gym like our gym majority of the guys there are eastern european big guys and they bring their girlfriends along but there's no indian female ladies that we've seen very rarely do we see them training hardcore and when we do we're like wow. oh my god yeah hi. So when people reach out to us and they explain to us yeah. that we've seen your page and it means a lot to us, you know, seeing like girls that, yeah. you know, lift and we think is amazing, that just sort of makes us think that, you know, what we're doing is actually impacting other people yeah. and it's it's making them, you know, 
it's helping other people mm. and that's kind of fueled us to you know keep going keep and going. putting stuff out there and it motivates us definitely because we're like okay we haven't posted anything we need to post now because people are probably wondering where did yeah, we go where did we go yeah no 100 that's what that's what basically prompted me to contact you guys is that um i did a podcast with harvey uh the physiotherapist um, yeah yeah he Harvey's, comes to our gym Harvey's yeah Harvey's a friend of yeah. ours yeah yeah and I think um I think maybe he posted or from the sky therapy page maybe like uh you, you had some uh got some bands and did like a workout with them yeah uh, or maybe it was on your page but then like he was tagged in it or something so I was like oh like there's obviously I'm you're not my like uh, I'm not your target audience you know what I mean I'm not like uh, an Indian girl trying to go to the gym for the first time so I was like oh this is a new sort of world for me there was uh, but since I've had this culture cast page uh, I've, I've sort of like stumbled across like a lot more people doing cool things that I was like yo I didn't even know that up when I were in this sort of field or like if there was you know young Indian girls lifting or if there was like just so many things do you know what I mean you, you because you're not looking for it yeah, you know, yeah. Like on my personal account it's just the same or like I've got the same couple of friends the same couple of meme pages and then there you go <laughs> Bob's your uncle when, when I started yeah, this culture casting I'm, yeah I'm looking yeah. at all these cool sort of things and that was the whole point of me starting this is anything that I sort of like intrigues me it's like yo I, that that's cool I want to talk to them and find out more sort of thing which is it's super dope because it is again it is encouraging I think there is more people doing it now yeah but as, as a good thing like uh, this still needs to it's still not enough where it's normal there's a, mm. there's more but it's not normal which is the which is hopefully where it's going to go eventually but since we've set up our page we've come across a lot of females Definitely. especially a lot of indian ladies in our area specifically but now we're starting to network with a lot of them talking to them communicating with them setting up hopefully after lockdown ends when the gym's open yeah. we can train and you know it's it'll be yeah. good it's uplifting to see other girls yes, lifting and training because yes. it motivates us it's like wow like that's, that's so cool you see other girls doing really well and that sort of makes us think that's it's really cool to see other girls Definitely. doing anything <laughs> you, we've mentioned it a few times there like lockdown and and, and covid and things that like, how have you been coping with home workouts have you it's been doing okay or i would say <sighs> it, it definitely fluctuated between lockdown so i'd say first lockdown there there was no motivation because considering everything that happened to our dog so yeah, there we was zero motivation there was off limits. everything just went downhill from there because yeah. there was no motivation and second lockdown we decided to pick it up one of our friends we were like training at his we were like pushing ourselves every day we we're like okay you know we need to keep on it we need to keep training and then this third one sort of sort of well, fluctuated a bit it's I think it started from Christmas when um, our granddad was fell unwell. He got COVID. Grandma got COVID. Then I got it. Then my oh. parents got it. Then she got so. it. So then she was asymptomatic, so she was okay. But I was fine. Even now, to this day, I even when I train with probably like today we trained. Like even today, I I told her I don't feel great. Like a long like I just. I feel very, very tired. Very tired. I don't know do why. Of, do you still get out of breath? Because obviously yes. some people think that, yeah. I get yeah. very out of breath. I come home or I sit down on the floor and I'm saying, Mum, I'm not feeling right. 
Is yeah. everyone everyone's like good though now, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, touch wood, everyone's, everyone's good, okay. everyone's recovered. Yeah, but um, it was just one of those things that because that took over, yeah. recovery took a while. Yeah. Um. So it was just one thing after another, and then I jumped straight back into it. I was like, okay, let me try this, and then mm, yeah. touch wood, I was good, and I just kept going. Yeah, so since then, solid. since then, I've just been going. I'm like, okay, and for me, because of everything that's been happening when COVID hit our household, and it just really took a shock to everyone because it's yeah. not the way you want to be spending your Christmas and your New Year's. Yeah, everyone isolated. Yeah, everything. so it was as a family, we like to do things together. We're very let's hang out movie night this that and yeah it was very different so I think coming out of it that just sort of made me think okay you know now it's time to get back into the routine of training so like every day I'll go in the back blast my music and I'll just be there just jamming out and training for like a nice hour and a half and I'll come in I've just really I'm starting to really enjoy it considering I don't enjoy it I'm actually really I don't think I'd be saying that but I am she enjoys it. it I don't it is hard though because it's a different environment isn't it there's something about going to a gym and like obviously yeah exactly it's like you mentally prepare yourself you get your nice gym outfits on because we have at least 30 40 odd pairs of different makes feel good (laughs) makes feel good then you get in the car and then you have your pre-workout at home we don't need pre-workout um it's just it's just the environment people lifting heavy you know like it's just one of those things that you see other people lifting and then you're lifting and you see your friends and you know the people you train with and it's just it's it's different environment it's definitely a different environment (laughs) we definitely miss it waiting for that waiting for it to open 100 yeah 100 like that that's my favourite part of the day is just picking out a nice little gym outfit to go to the gym. Like, honestly, I really love it. I really miss that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's what we that's, miss. That's definitely us. We're like, okay, so what are you wearing today? <laughs> that is what we do. Like, what colour? But it's funny because... It has to be matching, gym, obviously. Even though the gyms aren't open, we still are ordering gym clothes. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> just to motivate us. Not ourselves. to go anywhere but the back room, but got a good break. <laughs> gotta look good for the walk to the garden to the yeah. back <laughs> your outfit sorted for when everything opens up again oh, yeah. i need to do that as well to be honest i need to order some more matching outfits for, for when we open up again honestly yeah, i'm funny. lacking i'm lacking <laughs> uh how, how's like uh both years of a uni then in it so uh you said at the beginning um how's like covid with the whole uni banter because obviously you see on the news all the time that students are like protesting and and all that banter <laughs> hard definitely as we're at home and lectures everything's online so we're not fully receiving that uni experience Mm -hmm. but at the same time this time again being at home with family you won't get it again like and I feel like especially with our grandparents at home they're fit touch with healthy parents as well like we're all home as a family and I feel like if our fam if like our dad was at work our mum was at work she was at uni I was at uni we wouldn't be able to have that time together yeah yeah uni's uni's just uni's different it's it's very different different. now everything's just you wake up you open your laptop you do your lecture online it's it's not the same it's not you have obviously you have to do it it's you You (laughs) you've got you've got to get that degree so you've got to go to this class but it's it's different it's a whole different is this your, is this your first year probably because this is my second year second, second year. okay so you've had like a normal year at uni though i had a normal year at now okay. kind of a normal yeah 
Oh, oh, like yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow, yeah, yeah. Because I, yeah. I would hate to be like a first, like going into your first year and it's just like no uni sort of oh, thing. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. I feel sorry for those people, 100%. No. I think that there is, like, I don't know, I keep on seeing it on the news and stuff. I think that they are giving like partial refunds out to like people because of obviously like uh, they, they can't get the full experience and things like mm-hmm. that. But it seems like a proper mess. Like I'm glad that I finished a couple of years back. To be fair, I got out just in time. Yeah, <laughs> lucky. Yeah. lucky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the, the other, the other good thing about um the the social media side of things is obviously you can you record all your PBs and things like that, and you use lift quite heavy weights as well. I was uh, I was quite surprised to like see that like you don't really look like you can lift the amount of weight that you're pushing. Do you know what I mean? Like you're you're lifting quite a bit. I seen I, I can't remember which one was which, but like 100 100 kg deadlift and 100 kg squats like yeah obviously in Punjabi I remember when I came home and did my we get so excited we're like to our grandparents like dadaji look at what we've done and he's like be careful you're back they're just worried about the safety yeah yeah they 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 we they always, love the page but <laughs> we always push each other like when i see her and i know she's got it in her so probably in focus just you got this and it's nice to know that there's someone there mm. motivating you mm-hmm. sometimes we end up being the loudest ones in the in the weightlifting <laughs> sometimes sometimes we can be as bad as each other let's put it out there just when i deadlift that's it sometimes we can be quite the loudest ones you have the grunter in the gym that's her, that's yeah. her. the screamer it's not just me but yeah, yeah. no I, I, you, you maintain really good form though as well so it's not i don't think it would be dangerous because i seem i think one of one years was going for like a, a 90 kg deadlift. It was on your, your Insta page, but like that was you, me. yeah, but you failed the first time. And then normally I failed when, actually yeah. twice doing that. Okay. Yeah. But one of the, I think one was posted the second fail. I don't think. Yeah. It was, but yeah. 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 But then you smashed it out of the park, but you maintain like good form as well. So it's not, well, like, it's not. I have to tell and we always <laughs> like, I, that was, was very, I remember that day. It was a, it was a heavy, heavy day. <laughs> and I was tired. And I saw her deadlift 100. She goes, Googs, you have to hit 90. You have to do it. I was like, fine. I was like, we're not going home till you hit. And I, for me, it's a mental, it's the mental state. When I see the the bigger weights getting put on, I'm just like, oh no, like, no, I can't do this. She goes, it's easy. Just don't think about it. Don't think about it. Put my music in. And then um, our friend, Nim, he was there. And he's like our internet form police. He yeah. always makes sure before he we upload is. any videos, he checks our videos always. for us and t- tells us, girls, this is right, this is wrong. He'll be like, okay, don't post this one this time. Next time, look at this, this, this. Try doing it this way yeah. and then record that and then post it because you've got to get the form right. So, But it's just about you focus. You just need to focus. Mm. And then I, I did it. Yeah. I did it. It was quite good. <laughs> no, definitely. hundred uh, percent with the form thing as well as like, obviously you need to be careful and, have the correct form and it goes back to the thing before that we're talking about like don't try to do ego lifting because it's just it's not it doesn't get you anywhere get you you anywhere exactly but also going back to before i I imagine like this is sort of where your kickboxing uh background will come in handy when you're talking about like um your your mental do you mean like your 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 mindset going into it like to overcome them barriers I, i imagine that sort of that martial arts background or kickboxing background is it'll be good in that respect as well 
Yeah, it it definitely does come both hand in hand because there are times in kickboxing where you're like you're questioning you do have like blocks and you do question stuff like if your opponent's slightly bigger than you like when we were younger and we'd be sparring like guys as big as my dad and we'd be like oh my god and you're just a little kid so you're like you have that little mental block like oh my god I'm gonna get beaten up and then it was always that thing that we'd always constantly get reminded by instructors like size and the thing you know you know what you've been taught don't get scared all those sorts of things it does it does even going up to the black belt like don't don't you know look too much at the material just go in there do what you do and just break it like it's just one of those things just mentally it's a it's like um it's a fight between you and yourself Mm. it's like you you know you can do it you're capable of doing it you just have to put your mind to it and that's where your self-confidence comes in your self-esteem comes in and that since we were young my parents implemented that into us when we were very very young so touch wood we've had such a supportive family and they've always yeah. helped us like you guys you got this you got this in anything so whether it was basketball kickboxing yeah. everything they've always just pushed us to the full extent yeah. they're like you're all in you're all in go for it yeah no 100% like it it is one of them that, that's why I was thinking like with the kickboxing background because obviously when you I think when you're at a young age and you realize like that you are more than you're capable of and like your mind then yeah. obviously things later in life obviously like them doors are already opened do you know what I mean like yeah. that that mental barrier is already like sort of definitely just like when we were breaking the material like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. it's like that feeling of accomplishment I just did that yeah like I did that now I feel like I could do anything yeah not didn't try that again but (laughs) good yeah it's like the the build-up on the day was like as you're prepping like all your instructors were around you and like yeah instructors like okay you're here now you know don't think about it just go in there break that you know you've got to get angry just do it just and it was one of those things because we had both instructors one was more technicality based and the other one was more like you know strength anger boom crush that so it was it's one of those things that we've always had that mindset we've always had that mindset from a young age you know don't think just sort of do yeah yeah 100 percent. like I had this like um I had the same thing when first time I deadlifted 100 kg because it's obviously that nice round number isn't it like you're waking up to it and all that and I was like oh it's like 100 do you know what I mean it's like a really it's a round number that I couldn't do it for weeks I literally like I I tried I was like uh 90 I would would play around with like 90 for reps and then do 95 and just play around with it sort of thing and then after like a few sets I like try 100 just wouldn't happen so I just go back to 90 it's like the comfort zone yeah and obviously one day it's just like you you got your your boys in there and like uh and they're all hyping you up and like (laughs) No, I'm chuck We have it's our music for us. Like yeah, put, on, gets... put on some Sid Musala, some AC Dillon, Punjabi bangers. You need you need yeah. it, it does get like that, like when you're lifting and you're like, okay, yes. like the first time I hit hundred, I was like, oh my god, like yeah. Although I only weighed like what 60 something, and I was like, oh my god, like this is yes. heavy. This isn't this isn't like lightweight. Yeah, and then she'll be like don't even you know and then it just sort of makes you think you know what I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it whether I leave this gym yeah. it's gonna happen and then you make yourself believe it and that's exactly what happens yeah exactly like the, the time that I did it 
uh, it was like so easy and then I just zoomed like straight up to like 200 and then I got the same bloody metal block again wow. <laughs> so like six months later I'm like 100 and I'm like sitting at 200 I'm like oh not this again I'm stuck here for like a month again but then eventually it just takes time and then when you get through that and then you get on the next weight and then all of that banter. but for me it's I don't know like I could always hit pbs but then it would always come to the round numbers yeah. I, like I could do like 165 as a, as like a squat or something and it's it would like it, 170 or something yeah no but then when I get to like 200 or like 150 that's I don't know in my mind it's just like they're nice round numbers so it's like yeah. in my mind they signify yes. more I know what you mean that's like me and the big weights like when I see these guys loading the big weights for me then I'm like no these are big boy weights like yeah. I don't think I can do that yeah yeah it is a weird thing in it is that everybody has yeah. their own little thing in the in their mind um so yeah what, what when when you are trading now obviously you're doing a lot of home workouts but when you're back into the gym and things um what's your typical sort of week of training do you do like upper lower split or is it how many times a week do you train and x y and z <laughs> so when we first started we did shoulder day back day yeah. leg day arm day and we realized over the time it was not as effective mm -hmm. like our body training everything but then we got introduced to push pull legs push pull legs mm. and that has helped us massively so mm. we do push pull legs yeah rest day push pull legs rest day so that's helped us that's our a machine. lot and then just throw in a little ab workout somewhere for feeling and it a little arm day little and... arm day yeah just whatever floats the boat in between whatever, whatever we us, feel yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's good that's not a bad split to be fair like i i always thought um again this is probably my ignorance that uh, uh like obviously girls would just go in and have our like legs four times a week or something and then Everyone do like oh yeah yeah like because obviously all you see on instagram is just like oh, you know I mean? exactly yeah. it's like oh there's a new uh, peach emoji workout here for you that's yeah. literally yeah. all you see all over the place yeah see, that's that's one thing that's one thing we, we wanted to we, not do yeah we said from the start that yeah. we don't want to be known as like the girls that only do like the leg workouts yeah. you know because at the same time we we do find upper body just as important like we train both just as regular as each other and mm. i was like don't want to just be constantly posting about legs legs yeah. legs because it's all good and well you have really nice legs <laughs> what about your upper body like it should be a balance yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. and then when when you are lifting such big weights as well like you, you're sort of getting rid of the second myth which is uh girls can't lift heavy weights otherwise they start looking masculine so that there's another stereotype that is going out of the window no you do Definitely. not we are living proof that you do not yeah. look like a man yeah. Yeah. was lifting look at us yeah, yeah. you Should do hear that quite a bit like oh you know you can look like a man if you lift too much or whatnot and did you ever get that when you were when you were starting the gym and starting to lift heavy and stuff like yeah. to discourage you yeah you had a few people that would say you know don't lift too heavy you don't want to be like a guy don't yeah. lift too heavy you're going to become quite manly your body yeah, you don't want your physique to look like a man it's a myth it's not ladylike and whatnot yeah yeah honestly it is to be fair like the only time that like any of that stuff actually does end up happening is only a few steroids to be fair <laughs> like yeah. there, there, there are yeah. there are women who obviously have amazing physiques and uh 
politely saying this is that maybe look a tiny bit more masculine. I think that's the politically correct way of saying that. But uh, most, don't shoot yourself in the yeah. foot. Yeah. I know, I'm trying so hard not yeah. to, man. Be very <laughs> careful with that, those word choices. You know? it? Like honestly, you can't say half of the things that like you. Uh, actually never mind never mind (laughs) that's the whole other thing don't start that it's just like you said earlier it depends on what goal everyone has that they want Mm. to achieve some people want a specific physique hence where they use specific things to achieve that look push that goal along and then you've got people who want a different physique they just want to yeah 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 (laughs) See, it's a, it's a hard topic. See, you can't even say it. It's not just me. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> you have to yeah. be sensitive. Very sensitive. It's, it's hard. I just can't say uh, many things. Is, it's no. Like, yeah, you just but stuck in this middle thing. That's but a no, thing. Currently, what's really been pushing us in the gym, like, especially with our home workouts, is everything that's happening in India. So, yeah, like, yeah. farmers' protests, like, we are big on helping, supporting, and that's really helped us like especially with the music that's come out and especially with all that anger mm-hmm. of what's happening and how it's so unjust how that helps us training I feel like that's something that needs to be put on a platform and it has been like especially with Rihanna coming out with her tweet and more people now are being exposed to what's happening mm. I just feel like that needs to be put on a platform 100 percent 100 percent um so tomorrow in in like obviously this time like our time obviously this this podcast is going to go out later but tomorrow is uh i'm do uh, i'm releasing a podcast on the farmers protest where okay. i got um in the bus and uh, did you did you watch that interview on bbc where that munda got uh questioned by um the i think like the hindu uh announcer person the, yeah yeah and oh, yeah we saw yeah. that we saw yeah. that yeah the uh, he's, he's a sing from um from scotland yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We saw. So I, I got in contact with him after basically that, and then we recorded a podcast, like basically detailing what's happening over there. And um, it is, it is actually just mental. To be fair, I think we did quite a good job of like breaking it down and sort of what, like, not not so much what's actually happening with the the protest, but why it's happening. Because I feel why like a lot of the things, like you, you can see the injustice in the social media posts and there's videos that are coming out and you know what is happening is wrong but then like I had a few mates um who were who were asking me like uh, I don't actually know why it's happening obviously what's happening is bad but like why is it happening so that's the sort of route that we try to take in in that podcast of breaking it down and saying what was the system beforehand like what was the Monday system like and why ineffective um, what has changed and why them changes instead of helping farmers have actually like uh, hindered them uh, mm. and then we do obviously touch on at the end like the the human rights violations that are in in the protest and um, and a bit of like social media and media in general because obviously he went on the BBC thinking he was going to shine light on a topic and then in, uh, instead he's getting called a Khalistani terrorist yeah. Yeah. by the BBC which is well, not, yeah. yeah and then mm. obviously uh you know bbg rihanna coming up in clutch as well <laughs> rihanna's, rihanna's love now she's causing yeah, exactly. big ripple effect yeah. and yeah I yeah that's really really she's helped. taken it international like now it's out there everyone knows you see football players football players coming out yeah. basketball players it's it needs to be put out there yeah, you seen that guy from the, uh, the NFL? They like, donated like ten grand to like a uh, hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, that's yeah, something amazing. like that. 
and um, yeah, it's just going uh, everywhere. But you need you need some people just like obviously a lot of Apne were were shouting about it and rightfully so. But then to bring uh, international attention and international pressure is obviously a, a, a separate thing and a more like needed thing. Mm. I think like um, hopefully with this this uh, podcast as well as like obviously. So far, most of the uh, guests have been Sikh, but I hope to integrate like different backgrounds into it so that when Sikh people are on here, and hopefully there will be the majority, um, <laughs> it will it will highlight it. Like Sikh people know Sikh people. Apane know Apane. Yeah, definitely. A lot of the people who follow you probably will already be Apane. But mm. if you get like a diverse sort of background and then you're shining light on a certain topic that is close to home then yeah. it's more effective because you have a diverse following do you know what I mean so yeah it's a, it's an interesting topic to be fair hopefully it gets resolved but at the moment it does look like it's in a bit of a deadlock I'll just pray that everyone's safe, safe and sound and no one's being hurt yeah yeah 100 do you do you have any family like back there or uh yeah. Yeah, so we've yeah. had family that have gone out to the, the protest, protest and yeah. they've gone and they've sent us pictures yeah. and stuff speak they speak to our grandparents on a regular basis yeah mm. yeah, it's yeah same here it's, it's not nice is it it's, no, it's, it's, it's very scary very it's scary people as old as our grandparents getting beaten and hurt and it's put in horrible, prison yeah and then you look at our grandparents you think like that's, that's someone's, someone's grandparents, grandparents getting yeah. beaten getting hurt and it just makes you upset because you look at it and you just think it makes you it does make you really upset and you and get angry, really angry because you think yeah someone could do that to your parents or your grandparents yeah. and that what's being done about it nothing it's a passionate topic like like every night we we basically have like a recap of what's happened happening like obviously today uh, as probably most families are doing in an evening time when they get together and like sit down and talk, yeah. and talk, talk to each other like this is like the the updates for today but then uh, every every night obviously it's just the the passion just just boils over because it, it's frustrating um and it's obviously like a, a thing where it's it's obviously got a lot of history behind it as well why it's frustrating um but hopefully going forward now that we have social media and in, in in previous times we didn't uh, so hopefully that helps as well a lot. yeah Thanks. like we could use that to our advantage but it's unfortunate for the people in india who them internet social media everything's been cut yeah then, yeah which again is a human rights violation like internet's one yeah, of the exactly, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a necessity now um mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure like the the un is it un or human rights what one of the two actually like declared it as is it's yeah. one of the necessities yeah. and then there's the other thing where um the certain companies like uh twitter and um facebook instagram and things like that uh obviously have to for, for political reasons have to obey by certain laws and law yeah. changes and do favors for governments x y and z and that obviously like uh, is not a good thing either i think this week um the all the songs that you were saying that have came out from the protests are now banned in india they can't yeah. play them youtube pulled them all down uh, uh, at the request of um the government and then i think twitter is is uh basically banning all the accounts that have anything to do with hashtag farmers protests it's crazy yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It isn't nice, but hopefully that can get resolved really soon, and we don't have to um, worry, I guess, as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Don't know how to transition out of that because that was uh, it's quite deep. Yeah, get a bit heavy. 
in it. It is, it is a deep conversation, but at the end of the day, like if you don't, talk, if we spoken about this conversation, yeah, yeah they need to be put on a platform for people to listen to, to share. And you're right, you're doing a really amazing job at spreading it spreading it and starting conversation why and why it's happening and how it's happening educating it's other good. people yeah because the, the thing that i try to do in that podcast specifically was like everything is in english and anything that was in hindi if we were talking about laws or anything or in punjabi uh we try to immediately translate it and then use western examples as much as possible because i have like my english friends that obviously i went to school with and things and yeah it, like it, it, there's not really one place where everything is at and if if like there is some of it is the information that getting is fairly biased as i said before the bbc yeah. interviews uh, and things like that so it's not just like again it's it's a thing that we were saying before up and i know about up and up and i know about what's happening in india but it's the like it's the non apne who need more information about it so and obviously there are apne who don't speak punjabi there are apne who are still passionate about it but don't really know too exactly much what's going on yeah. here so hopefully it's uh, it's informative in that respect um but again yeah, no. i ain't expert or anything so i just did my the best i could yeah. as we found out in this uh, podcast uh, i could shoot myself in the foot a few times so don't do it <laughs> hopefully i haven't in that one um because obviously it is a lot more important that that issue so hopefully i've done it justice but uh we'll, we'll see by the time this goes out it, it's uh it's going to be like a, quite a few weeks ago but um yeah it, hopefully it's all good <laughs> we'll yeah. see in it we'll see all right we'll be fine what happens we'll happens fine. now it's done <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, the way I like to end each podcast is with the same five questions. So I ask these to every single guest, and it's a nice way to like just finish off the conversation. Okay. Um, obviously, because there's two of you, I would like an answer from both of you. So no copying answers here. The quick fire. So try and just think of whatever comes to uh, okay. your brain okay. first. But they're also quite deep, yeah. So you might need oh, a couple. So it's like try to strike that balance between thinking for like ten minutes, but actually trying to cram it into ten seconds. We got it. So like this. you can choose whichever one of you wants to go first. But the first question is, what are you most proud of? Family. Family. Oh, that's all. <laughs> well, I'd like to say family as well. <laughs> nah, it's like family fortunes, isn't it? Like you know, at the end where you can't copy the answers, like beep. <laughs> you, know, you gotta, you gotta have a different family. answer. Very proud of my family. Family is a big thing. Okay, very... what's second then? What's second? Ooh. Ooh. What am I most proud of? See, but I have lots. <laughs> you know what I'm most proud of? My achievements. Yeah, like my basketball. Everything that has London, led me up until yeah. this point has made me the person I am. Even yeah. the people, my kickboxing instructors, my family, my parents, every, specific people have helped me along the way. And I don't regret a single thing because like I always say to her, like I say to my mom, is that people come into your life or things happen in your life and they're not they're not mistakes. They're just the learning curve for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we've been Everything happens so for a reason. Much, and I'm here yeah. and I'm proud of it. Yeah. So we move. Yeah. So you've done two answers now because you've got family and hey, that one, yeah. So what's your family <laughs> too? I would have said family because family's a big thing. He said me. it's a game, you single. Okay. Bam. But then can we buzz her in because that's just not <laughs> No, I won. <laughs> No, no, it's not a game. It's not a game. It's not a game. But um, okay, we'll, we'll get on to the we'll get on to the next one. Yeah, because okay, again, I feel like we'll just go off topic here. But uh, number number two is uh, what are you most looking forward to? 
Say that again. Huh? What are you most looking forward to? Oh, oh, oh. God, I let you have this one, even though I already got it in my head. What I'm most looking forward to. Oh. Just buzz me in. You, you go first. You go first. <laughs> You're going to have to edit this part out, but go on. What I'm most looking forward to is... Um, this new venture post-COVID, like how the world's gonna turn out, how oh. gym, like I know at the moment our physiques have, because of like, you know, the gym's being closed, we haven't been able to fully, you can't fully see our potential at the moment, but it's coming. The journey. And the journey is going to God, progress. <laughs> what is going on? I feel like I'm in uni again. I don't like it. Okay, what, what are you looking forward to? Um, well, I would say coming out of lockdown is what I'm looking forward That's to. That's okay. Yeah, I guess. I would like to say I'm looking forward to that. You know, everything opening, you're getting to see family. Yeah. Everyone coming together again. Yeah. You know, hopefully actually being able to hug other people. Yeah. You know, true. embracing family members. I say that's a big thing we're looking forward to seeing because there's family we haven't Indian seen. Wedding. I want to have some samosas, some jalebias, and do some pangara. Yeah, we make that at home oh, now. Um, Since COVID, the we learned how to make them. But yeah, weddings, we... <laughs> waiting for that. You know how we told you about our gym outfits? We have a lot of Indian outfits. <laughs> <So> <laughs> and they're just sitting and there. And they're just sitting there. Waiting to be worn. Waiting for and us. here we are. Here we are. Yeah, Sam so got a lot of uh, got a lot of wedding outfits. I'm joking. <laughs> I got like three suits that are just for cycle for everything, man. <laughs> just went, you got black, navy, and grey sorted. Every can't fucking go wrong. Standard one guys wear black, grey, and navy. Can't go wrong. Safe choices. Navy. And yeah, it's yeah. all the colours you need. So, question number three is: What is your biggest motivation? Go on, probs. Take it away. Biggest motivation. I'd have to again going back family 100% How did I family know? How did I know? everything we do is for them every all our drive everything we do is for our family our jojo our dog everything it has to be back to family 100% um my motivation <laughs> over to you why did you do this to me? Why did you do this to me? You were bragging before about copying answers. You can't copy an answer now. I won't. I won't. I, won't. <laughs> I will do this. Um, so what was the question? Uh, what is your biggest motivation? Um, <laughs> no. Um, my biggest motivation in life in general, she kind of touched upon him, but Jojo, our dog, he is my biggest motivation like my biggest so okay. big Sorry, I, 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 I have family no 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 if we're no. going back to copying us i'd say that's family no my big no you know okay so our dog jojo was a like how we've mentioned him before was a very very big part of our family and a very big blessing for all very of us very big blessing and when he got ill last year um in february around this time last year um he only had three months and we didn't know at the time and it was just very hard and every time now that like we've spent eight nine years growing up with him in the house literally so all you my can imagine years. with all of us play fighting and then jojo on top he was jumping in you could even say he was 
part yeah. of kickboxing yeah he was always he ready was... to fight when my dad and brother would fight and then us lot yeah, like he was always involved that's why like I always say that he's my motivation because I always look up to like okay Jidge like even in the gym like when I'm tired you know when I'm doing a set I'm just like come on come on Jidge I say them like come on let's go let's go you can do this you hear yeah. me and it helps a lot because I'm like okay he's 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 looking on me he's, yeah he's here yeah, that's nice that's nice um Number four, four, yeah, four is uh, what is your definition of success? Healthy, being healthy and happy mentally. That is my version of success. Like money comes and goes. Oh my god, yes, that's money good. comes and goes. Oh god, that was that was good, wasn't yeah. it? That was good. I don't know, but that's like the. Why did you have to do this? Why can't you say one answer? We're one. Yeah, we, we are one. We, we are one. No, 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 no. I think we, we got to do it separate. We got to do it separate. Our brains are as one. Okay, I've said mine. Okay, what do I think success is? Okay, you have to edit all this extra part out because I need no, to. No, no, think... we're keeping it. We're keeping this part. Maybe he's gonna make we're a blooper. Oh. We're gonna keep this five minute interval while while you decide while you decide an answer. Yeah, this part is gonna have to Okay, come on, probably. Um what do I think success is? Um oh no. Oh oh god. Yeah, I don't achieving, achieving. Yeah, I get yeah. Success is yeah, achieving your goals, what you want in life, but oh wow, that that's amazing okay. how you just thought I'm of that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Smart, okay. we think the same. I don't think money can buy happiness. I don't live off that. I hate I, I'm hate's a strong word, but I don't like that saying because I don't feel like money can buy you happiness. I you could have all you could have all the money in the world, but I don't think it'll make you a happy person. It doesn't. You could have everything. You could have all the money in the world, but it doesn't be really the loneliest have, person yeah, in the world. Exactly. So I think True is success is for us is very it's happiness it's accomplishing your goals the people around you your family for us that's what we define success as yeah you got some happy homeless people and some miserable millionaires so exactly can't buy happiness right okay this is getting a bit too competitive between these yeah so we're getting let's bring it down potentially potentially share the answers uh share the answer here if you need to it's uh it's the last question so uh because it's the culture cast podcast how do you think your culture has affected you thus far that was the hardest question yeah (laughs) okay um how has our culture sorry that affected you this far like how has it helped or hindered you or anything in your life in your entire life as it is okay yeah the culture's helped us it's shaped us definitely the way we are now um like i like i feel like we had this conversation the other day about how people claim yes I'm Punjabi I'm Punjabi like you know and I am Punjabi but a lot of people don't know Sikhi yeah and I feel like there is that difference and I feel like with our culture and with our grandparents they brought us into our culture and our Sikhi and I feel like those are two very important things that have helped us like Gurbani has really helped us shape the kind of people we are today and yeah I think growing up with our culture around us constantly has definitely shaped us the way yeah. we are with everything, like our attitude towards everything, mm. doing good Barney, learning part definitely has shaped us, you know, yeah. from be it kickboxing, be it education, be it our family. It's 
become our outlook yes as to the way we see things yeah smashed it 100 boom answer yeah. boom boom <laughs> there we go no comp- no competition here you both win no Hooray. tag team tag team we're a package deal yeah, exactly um yo this this has been proper dope uh, uh um i've really enjoyed it it's been proper jokes to be fair um yeah i've really enjoyed the podcast um all of your well it's just your instagram will be left in the link yeah. in the description so uh click on that go follow them and um yeah really enjoy the podcast thank you for having thank us thank you